And I would like to play a little tune I just composed not so long ago. Miss Billy, Miss Billy, Miss Billy Holiday. Let it go and I want it. 
like Zurich. Mm -hmm. right? It's your first time? Mm -mm. I did like a little um, sort of showcase, solo show. Mm -hmm. Well, I had a couple of friends join me. Um, actually, just in the cafe across there. But it was very like, uh, you know, only 100 people or something, so it wasn't a proper show. Tonight will be our first proper sort of headline show here. Mm. I'm trying to think if I came here with Gautier. No. So only the once. Yeah, and now twice. The, when we are already starting about Gautier, we'll have to touch that subject mm -hmm. anyways. So you did this song with him, Somebody I Used to Know. So how did that collaboration happen? Um, I was working with a producer called Francois Titez on my album Vows, which was kind of about to be finished at the time that Gautier asked me. It was being mixed and stuff. And Francois Titez had worked a lot with Gautier, and so I you know, really wanted to meet him. And we met a few years ago, but then we sort of kept in touch, not really, and then Gautier was working on the song, and, and I think Francois suggested, well, I've been working with Kimber, maybe she would be right for the song. Just called me up, you know, and said, look, I'd like to send it to you, see what you think. And I was a big fan of his work already, so I was like, of course, send it, you know. And then, um, yeah, you know, he ended up, he ended up coming around to my house, and we just set up the microphones in my bedroom, and wanted to be in a really relaxed environment when we recorded it. Um, you know, the rest is history. <laughs> yes. And could you ever imagine how big it's going to be? No, I mean, I, I'm not very good at judging that stuff. I guess I know a great song when I hear one, but that doesn't necessarily mean that a great song will be number one all around the world, you know? I mean, mainstream radio nowadays usually follows a lot of kind of formulas and um, sonically sounds, you know... Yeah, I mean, and I, I definitely like the song. I heard it and I thought it had something special about it. Um, but like I was saying, you know, to... Um, foresee mainstream radio success for that song wasn't really something I envisioned just because it, it kind of broke a lot of rules you could say which is kind of why it's been such an exciting thing to see that song grow because it really was quite unexpected I think for everyone for him as well yeah um, you know I guess so great to see that people connect with that song and once something kind of catches on I think it's just like everyone's into it and, and did you do the tour with him? Yeah I did a whole American tour with him and my band we got to open so we played the supports up and then I would come on and do the song with him so it was like a month of touring I guess yeah but and a few TV appearances but of course nowadays it's like a bit we're both um, a bit too busy to go on tour with him and do my own tour mm -hmm. so um, I think he just, yeah, he gets the crowd to sing it mainly now, yeah. Do you think there are some bad things considering that song? Or is there anything that you find like, oh, you know, I don't want to be connected just with that song? Well, I think that's the challenge now, isn't it? You know, for me to break away from that and prove myself as an artist that isn't going to be just tied to one song. And I kind of, I mean, I guess I have faith in the, in the, in the record and in the band that I have and in the same way that I have faith that Gautier is a musician that will be stronger than just one song. If you go to a show, you see that there's so much going on, electronics and so much talent there. Um, and of course, you know, that's, people put that pressure on you and they, you know, they say, oh, is, is she just going to be a one-hit wonder or is he going to be that? But it's like you just have to rise above it and kind of, you know, keep doing what you're doing and that's why these shows are so important to me to come out there and be like, okay, people might know me from that song, but you know, come this find out the rest of the backstory and get to know the other facets of what I do, which um, I have put a lot of time and energy into. And I think it would be a negative if perhaps I hadn't had a finished record ready to go because if you, you know, have a song that gets that big and then all of a sudden you're struggling to put out material, you have to rush things out. But um, I'd already taken like three years to make my album, so mm -hmm. there was already a lot of thought that had gone into it. Um, 
I can't see the negatives really. It's yeah. been a really great experience. I agree. I think you already shown that you're not one hit wonder. I mean, you already had hits after this song. Yeah. So I think it's quite obvious. Hi, this is Kimbra and you're listening to Give Me a Beat. Good evening, Zurich. DJ Baby Monster here, and like every third Monday of the month, I am bringing you the music of my choice in Give Me a Beat on Radio Laura 97.5 MHz, or you can listen to us via web, www.laura.ch, and then use the web radio in the left corner. Even though I started tonight's show uh, with a song by a male artist, you of course know that Give Me a Beat is a part of the Ladies First or uh, Female Radio or Frauen Radio, as they would say it in here. So we are not going to be focused on a male artist that sang this song, but on the female artist featured in this song. You could hear actually her already telling you that you are listening to Give Me a Beat. I'm talking about the singer that is featured in a one of the probably most popular songs of 2012. The song is called Somebody That I Used To Know. This is a Gautier song that features Kimbra, a New Zealand singer, songwriter and guitarist. When I heard this song for the first time, I first thought actually that it was sang by Peter Gabriel or somebody like that because uh, Gautier's voice really reminded me on uh, really reminded me of Peter Gabriel's voice. Then, of course, being uh, focused and interested in a female artist, I immediately found out uh, who the singer in the song is. Because Gautier, I actually knew when I was traveling a few years ago around Australia. Uh, one of the singers that I interviewed in Australia uh, told me about him, and he is quite a name in Australia, but nowadays he is quite a name all over the world. Basically, the song that you just heard, somebody that I used to know, brought him mainstream success. Kimbra is a singer that sings this song with him, and she will be our focus on tonight. And I'm very excited that I managed actually to get an interview with her, because I saw her first time on Coachella Festival in April of 2012, when she came out on the stage to sing this song with him. And this was amazing. I mean, already seeing Gautier live was great. He's really excellent live. But then as a kind of a cherry on the cake, Kimbra came out on the stage and sang this song with him. And she sounds amazing and everything. But even though, of course, I mean, after I heard her in this song, I did my research and I saw her uh, performing live, uh, some recordings on a YouTube, still Seeing somebody for the first time on the stage is always a special experience. And when I saw Kimbra, I was just like charmed by her. I actually saw Gautier uh, after the Coachella Festival on uh, another concert in San Francisco, and she wasn't with him there. But then, as you know, I've been very, very busy this year. And uh, in August, I was reviewing Rock and Sand Festival. I just uh, played uh, the review in November show. And um, I saw Kimbra there again. This time, actually, it was the whole concert. And she was absolutely amazing. 
I really wanted to get an interview with her, but I was a bit late uh, and, and she had a tight schedule, so I couldn't get an interview then. But then on the 11th of September, just a few weeks after Rock and Sen, I saw that she's having a concert in Kaufleuten and I got the chance just a few hours before her concert, after the, the sound check, before she put her fabulous outfit on, to have a chat about her career, about her music, about how she became an artist that she is today. You could hear already part of our conversation when we are talking about the mainstream of the song and how basically both of them, Gautier and Kimbra, were surprised about the huge mainstream success of this song. Not that the song is not good, but, you know, as she said already in an interview, you could never guarantee that something will be success or accepted by people. But somehow somebody that I used to know is a kind of a song that many people could relate to, and Gautier and Kimbra really have an amazing amazing vocals. Plus, they did this really cool video that if you've seen this video, yeah, you have to be interested and curious to find out more about both of them. So, not typically for Give Me a Beat, I started with a song that only features the artist that we will be focused tonight, but for the rest of the show I have lots of material. I will play the music from her album and parts of the interview, and I think at the end of the show, if you're not already a fan, you will definitely become a fan like I am. So, let's continue. I'm going to play a few more songs and the part of the interview. Next song that you will hear tonight is the song Settle Down. I love you 
feels like a silhouette in dreams. Open up your heart. Open, open. your album so it took a while actually for the album to become an album and yeah. get out so can you tell me about the creative process like what was the inspiration for your album why the name you know mm -hmm. a little bit about songs and also about this um, deluxe or, or um, the album with the bonus songs like if you can tell a bit more yeah about that. well the, the version that was released in Europe you know um, dropped a few songs from the Australian version and added new songs the reason for that was just simply I was in a different place musically a lot of those songs were written when I was 17 and when I was signed to Warner Brothers I got the chance to work with people like Mike Elizondo worked with like Dr. Trey and stuff and then Greg Kirsten um, musicians like the drummer from the Mars Volta and all of these really amazing drummer from Herbie Hancock I got to write the songs with these amazing people and I figured oh I've got like eight, nine new songs, why don't I put some of them on mm -hmm. this new version of the album, make it an evolution of the record. Um, yeah, you even did the song with A-Track. Yeah, exactly, and that was like just a random collaboration. I was like, oh, let's put it as a bonus track, you know, a way to keep the album feeling a little bit fresh. Um, yeah, the process, I mean, it's like a first album, so I was accumulating all of my different influences, working out what it was going to sound like. I was 17 when I started work with Francois Titez and... Crazy. You know, Crazy. I thought I had my album then though. I had like a hundred songs and I was like, I'm ready to put these out. But my manager and producer were like, just wait, be patient. Work with these people, develop. You know, I had a one-bedroom apartment in Melbourne. I was like by myself just writing an album and... And, you know, I worked for maybe a couple of years with Francois Titez, but it was taking so long. And then I decided that there was a few songs that I wanted to work with different people on. So I moved on from him and worked with a different producer. I then decided, no, nah, I'm going to do it all by myself now and sat in my bedroom. You know, there were so many different phases that I went through for that album. And, you know, these are things you learn. I don't think I'll do it that way next time necessarily. Yeah, but, but you will to... go through some other phase now yeah. with the age and experience. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And it's like it was just for the first record. I just wanted to put out something that felt, you know, felt... You only get one shot of the debut, you know, you only get one shot of that first voice. And vowels, you know, the title of the record referred to a lot of themes that I noticed were recurring through the record. The idea of promises, attachment, um, you know, breaking promises, learning what I was going to commit myself to as a young woman. You know, the things we promise to other people and to ourselves say a lot about who we are. And going from this age of 17 up to like 21, 22, it's, you know, you're making your vows, you're making, you're working out what you're going to stand for. 
you know, vows as a record was my vow to complete that, to complete mm. a body of work. Made a promise to myself that I would get there in many moments. It was like, is this ever going to come out, you know? So many people were like telling me to wait. But in hindsight, it, you know, it's pretty important to have that time to be patient because yeah. once it's moving, there's no time to stop and think, you know? Now I love tour, you know, it's like you have to have those years to work out what you will what kind of artist you want to be, what are you yeah. going to stand for, you know, the girl yeah. I was at 18 did not have half the kind of strength and vision that I do now. Yeah, you obviously do. I mean, for me, the way how, how you communicate about your album, you really know where you're going, you really know where you're at, mm -hmm. and you also understand your past, which is, I think, the way how it should work, growing up, but also yeah. developing in a yeah. good way. Across the room, Sh 
Hi, this is Kimbra, and you're listening to Give Me a Beat.
you started very young. You signed when you were 17. To just a manager, yes. Yeah, but you started a long time ago. So tell me a bit about that. I mean, you're from New Zealand, but you ended up moving to Australia because of your career, I'm guessing. Mm -hmm. So tell me a bit about that. Just, yeah, music was always there. I was singing from very, I mean, I was in like a musical when I was, you know, six years old or something. So it's always been there. Started writing music at like nine or ten as a young kid, just loving to create, just like wanting to build things from the ground musically. Picked up guitar at 14 and we have a, we have a uh, competition for high school bands, like rock bands in high school and I got into that and did quite, you know, came second in the country, which was big for New Zealand, you know, when I was 14 and so that gave me that kind of um, head start, I guess, you know, out of that competition you got a song on the radio and you got to kind of, um, you got your name out there. So I was gigging, you know, I was a kid. 15, 16 playing awesome. pubs and learned, I bought a loop pedal and I was excited by the idea of, oh my gosh, I can layer my voice, you know? And at this point, it was an obsession of, you know, writing songs and playing them for people. It wasn't so much like, I want to be a celebrity or a star. It wasn't about that. It was more, I just want to make, I just love doing this and I can see that people enjoy it as well. And, you know, I dreamed of making it a career, but I was also happy to go to university. I was going to go study, like, languages and philosophy and just... Then this opportunity came along, you know, I was 17 and about to start university and said, you know, why don't I believe in what you're doing? Why don't you move to Melbourne? I'll get you around some producers and let's make a record. He was happy to help me finance it, you know. And it's like, okay, you know, why not? <laughs> but yeah, awesome. it has been a long time. Like, you know, that's why it's funny going back to New Zealand and there are people there that have been along to gigs that I was doing at 15 when there was maybe five people in the room and I was still having a good time, but... It's a lot better playing to a, you know, 500. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, you know, thousands like a good year, so. But I think it's all part of the experience, and I think it's quite impressive that you managed to really built up the career in old school way, in a way, you know, like gigging and writing your own songs and just, yeah. which is kind of... Even just the fact that we made Vals without really a record label to begin with at all as well, it meant that there was not many people guiding the process, it was just me and my manager would give me some thoughts and a producer, you know, now making a record with a label, I mean, yeah. it's amazing, but you have a lot of people all with an opinion, you know, and I think when you're young, that can be really distressing. Yeah. You don't know who you are, and there's a million people telling you what to do. How to, what to wear, how to behave. Yeah, whatever. I didn't have any of that. I was just lucky that I had people around that just wanted to help me grow, and like I said, I had a lot of time to do that. Oh, 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 oh.
Listening to Give Me a Beat. My name is DJ Baby Monster, and this is uh, Radio Laura. In tonight's Christmas show, last show of uh, Crazy Busy 2012, I'm focused on an amazing female artist, uh, Kimbra. And you already heard an interview with her and some music, and we're going to continue like this. But before continuing, I have to remind you that in the case you've missed tonight's show, or if you want to hear any of the previous shows, you can either search our extensive archive, uh, our meaning Radio Laura's extensive archive, www.laura.ch, and then search for the Gimme a Beat show. Or, uh, and this is for Gimme a Beat a better way, you can become a fan of a Facebook page of uh, Gimme a Beat, where Every time uh, before Give Me a Beat, uh, I post an information about uh, the subject of my show, the artist that I interviewed, and basically any time I have anything to say, I post something on the Give Me a Beat fan page. But most importantly, uh, after the show is aired, a few weeks after, depending on how busy I am, I upload the podcast to the server, and then I post the link on the Facebook page. You can 
can follow this link and listen to the Annie show. You can also just subscribe to the feed uh, with whatever uh, device you are listening your podcast. Um, I have an iPhone, so I use the little application called Podcaster. So every time when you see an information on a Facebook uh, fan page uh, that I uploaded uh, the podcast of my last show, you can just uh, refresh the feed and get the newest episode. Also, if you just want to listen to any of the previous shows, you can just search through the um, website uh, with a podcast and based on the title of course uh, you can find any of the shows and listen to it whenever it's convenient for you download it as an mp3 or or via podcaster so basically as i like to say there is no way to miss any of the give me a beats if you're however tonight with me in the studio listening to the show uh, you know that tonight I'm focused on the female artist Kimbra and that right now I'm going to stop talking and continue with playing of uh, some of her songs and the rest of the interview. You just heard the song Plain, Plain Gold Ring, another song from uh, her album Wows. Uh, before that I played Settle Down, Cameo Lover, Something in the Way You Are and The Warrior. And uh, now I'm going to play a song called Withdraw. And I have to say it was kind of difficult to find this song because this song was not really released in Switzerland. So I had to ask some of my friends to uh, buy it for me um, in Australia (laughs) because I heard the song uh, when she was playing it live on the concert and I was absolutely blown away with it. Uh, So I decided to find a way to play it in tonight's show as well for you, so that you can be blown away with it. So I'm going to continue with the withdrawal and the uh, rest of the interview. Like money, 
you made lots of cool videos mm -hmm. uh, for this record and I saw you on the stage and you have a really great style and uh, how much is image important for you? Do you? Is this your personal image and you know also for the videos how, how do you get to these ideas? How much is you in the ideas? Yeah, it's definitely all um, yeah it's definitely all comes from my head and um, but it's funny it's like it's not a conscious I've just always enjoyed style. I mean, fashion. I've just always enjoyed as a kid, like interesting fabrics. Like, I just things catch my eye. I'm like, oh, that's exciting. Mm -hmm. And then when you make music that also has a world about it and a sense of fantasy or escape, then by translating that visually, you're helping people to understand the music even more. You know, it's first and foremost, it's music. It's not like I would ever start, you know, making fashion. I don't want people to come along to the show and the fashion is more exciting than the music. Yeah. Like, I would never. That's not what it's about for me. It's the musical experience, but it's heightened by these exciting elements on stage as well. Um, yeah, I think that a song could come to life in, when, you, when you give it a visual element. A lot of the songs like Settle Down or, or Good Intent, or, they have the strong narrative in them already. I think if the, I write them with the visual in mind, you know, you know that darkly lit room and then going into that, you think mm -hmm. about this. So when you get the chance to do that visually it actually the process is very natural because you just follow the song follow the the beat if the beat changes and you, you know and I'll sit with a stylist and kind of say I'm thinking this or that and collaborate with people who who um who, who can follow your can vision follow the vision yeah that's right it's all very collaborative and um in terms of being on stage you know it's a fun element for me to come up with a an outfit that has an element of just fantasy about it and it helps me to take on a bit of a character and, and step into the world of the music. Um, you know, that's not to say I couldn't just jump up in this, but I think it adds a bit more of a excitement when you can kind it of does. create a little bit of a, you know, when you've got the chance to, why not, you know, when you start to get at the level but you can make use of these things, yeah. why not, you know, that's yeah. the way I see it. I think so too. And I, I think in, in your case it's really not distracting from the music. Well, it really just important. adds yeah, up. Yeah, I'm glad you say that because I wouldn't want it to ever be you know, about people, oh, what is Kimber going to wear tonight over what is she going to play tonight? You know, it's got to be about that first.
and you're listening to Give Me a Beat. I feel the four become five And I'm waiting, waiting, waiting For you to walk down the boulevard And to take me, take me, take me
from you tonight? Tonight? Well, we're um, playing songs off bars, obviously. We're quite excited because we have two new tracks. Uh, well, not new. They're uh, on the record, but we've never played them um, live before, and we've just started playing them on this tour, Posse and Something in the Way You Are. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, and, you know, we're experimenting with new versions on this tour. Settle Down is a song that I've constantly kind of evolved over time. There's so many different versions of that song around the internet, and we've been playing with a slightly different version of that so we're always you know we're always trying to make it feel fresh for people when they come along um and you know yeah we've got a pretty fun dress to wear and unfortunately we can bring our amazing backdrop to europe we have this incredible backdrop we're going to travel with in the states but Mm -hmm. um it's only just been finished so we we don't have quite the visual element um that we will be for this next tour but it's our first tour in europe so you know the second one you gotta leave something to go up to. yeah yeah exactly and people need to just I desire so. something this is about that. giving people just that first taste of the live band yeah. Speak to 
what is next in your career? Are you working already on new material? Like yeah, I am. I um, I've been riding while on tour. I mean, it's difficult because you, in the back of a tour bus, there's not so much you can uh, do. But I will, you know, I have a lot of uh, iPad applications. Um, you know, my guitar's with me. Um, just software on the computer. I'll sketch out beats or, um, you know, just put basic musical ideas down. Um, uh, so there is a lot in the works already for the next record, um, and I plan to put aside some time to start writing that in January, February, um, or even, you know, hopefully the end of this year. But we'll, we keep touring until, you know, most of the year. I play America for a month after this, back to Australia for our summer festivals. But, you know, like, I have a new video coming out in the States tomorrow. Actually. Oh, yes, I want to yeah. ask you about that. So... Which song it is? I can't tell you because I haven't told anyone on it before. <laughs> okay. But um, yeah, it comes out in a, in a couple of days, so I'm sure like it'll be out in Europe as well. It, no, it's really like it's it's really exciting, and it's one of my favorite clips yet. It's made with the same people that did "Settle Down" and "Good Intent," and um, that drops in a few days. And then um, you know the the Frank and Weenie soundtrack, this new new film by Tim Burton mm -hmm. for Disney. Um, I have a song that's just come out, uh, well, will come out on the soundtrack CD okay. September 25th. So that'll be fun, you know, some new material for people. Um, in the meantime. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there's a lot of collaborations in the in the works at the moment as well. I mean, the wonderful thing about the Gautier song, I guess, is it means that you're in a lot of people's, um, you know, consciousness now. Big boy from Outcast, you know, has been interested in working with me Perfect. and, like, amazing people like that, you know, getting the chance to talk about possible collaborations. I've got a track from the guy from the Neptunes, NERD, you know, and it's like, it's amazing that these are some of your idols and now they're approaching you, so... With you whom know. would you like to work? Like, what is your dream collaboration? Oh, man, I mean, there are so many people. I think more musicians that I'd love to work with like I got to play with um, musicians from the Mars Volta who are my favorite band in high school they're like this really crazy prog rock band but um, you know I think about collaborations more in the sense of what would be really interesting not um, you know I think of maybe like David Longstreth from the Dirty Projectors he's an incredible guitarist imagine like doing a, a track with someone like him or Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age or something like that maybe D'Angelo from the R&B world mm -hmm. like I'm a huge fan of of him but then it's yeah just more thinking along the lines of just different musicians that would be so cool to work with rather than just other vocalists but yeah. featuring you know guitar by blah 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 yeah. we'll see you know it's exciting hi this is Kimbra and you're listening to give me a beat
I think you figured it out that the song uh, that Kimbra was talking about, the song that she did a video and that it was supposed to be released in September is uh, Coming to My Head song. Uh, that's why I played it after this part of an interview. I interviewed Kimbra, as I mentioned in the beginning, on the 11th of September, and this video came out on 20th of September. And it was, as she promised, uh, as cool and fabulous and awesome, like all of her previous videos. This was the last part of an interview with Kimbra, and um, I'm still going to play a few more songs. But as it's usual for me, when I focus on a, one female artist and I play an interview and the music from their album or albums uh, through the show, I also ask them to choose five songs from the female artist that they love. Uh, because I think playing the songs that inspire the artists that I interview can somehow round up the whole uh, artist because the inspiration and the music that they love, of course, is going to be shown in their own music. So that's why I find this part also very important. And I'm going to finish tonight's show with uh, two more songs from Kimbra, from Wows. Uh, the next song that you will hear is the song The Build Up. After that, uh, Sally, I Can See You. And then I'm going to play five songs of her choice. First one is Business, uh, amazing, excellent song from uh, Tune Yards. Uh, then Who, uh, David Byrne and St. Vincent song. Uh, after that, Janelle Monet, Locked Inside. Uh, then one classic, Mini Ripperton and Magical World. And after that, two songs from Camille, because uh, Camille's songs uh, are kind of a short songs, so I decided uh, to play two of her songs. First one is Pleasure, and the second one is La Tour d'Air. Since I don't speak French, excuse my French when saying the name of this song, but I'm sure you will enjoy it nevertheless. Uh, I'm wishing you an amazing Christmas, a great end of the year, great start of 2013, and we'll be back. Give me a beat and Baby Monster on the Radio Laura in a January show.
And you're listening to Give Me a Beat. I want to feel pleasure as much as I fear pain. I want to feel pain as if it was a leisure. If you want to feel the strain, I keep as a treasure. Let the rain, rain, the rain, rain, let the rain. I wanna feel pleasure as much as I fear pain. I wanna feel pain as if it was a leisure. If you wanna feel the strain, I keep us a treasure. Let the rain, 
The rain, rain, the rain. Je suis si peu électricienne, un fruit jute, et je jouis à l'ancienne. I wanna feel pleasure, just a feel pain. I wanna feel pain as if it was a leisure. If you wanna feel the strain, I keep as a treasure. The rain, rain, let the rain, rain, let the rain. The rain, rain, let the rain, let the rain, the rain, 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 I wanna feel pleasure as much as I fear pain. I wanna feel pain as if it was a leisure. If you wanna feel the strain, I keep as a treasure. The rain, rain, let the rain, rain, let the rain. The rain, let the rain, let the rain. The rain, let the rain, let the rain. The rain, rain, let the rain. The rain, rain, let the rain. The rain, rain. Rain, rain. Si tu as oublié tes clés ce matin, c'est que l'amour t'a pris sur son dos. Pour le retrouver au fond de tes yeux, pour le retrouver au fond de tes yeux. 